This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. No name has been bigger, brighter, more significant to the NFL for a generation than Tom Brady. One year ago today, he retired and it didn't stick. Now, on the anniversary of that moment, he has again told the world he's walking away. Question is, does it feel different this time? Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Evan and Devin doing great work for us behind the scenes. Y'all can chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry, he went to the beach. Tom Brady just sat on the beach, put out his phone, and said, you know what, let's just get this over with and let the world know he gone. He's done. It is time to retire. And it just felt his words this time felt so significant as he even acknowledged you only get one big goodbye statement you can make. He got choked up in the process of it. It felt raw. It felt real. And to me, this time, it felt different. And Fitz, I will also tell you, I respect it uh, on so many levels because if you haven't been to a beach and been able to sit down when, you know, not many people are out there and just, you know, listen to the ocean sounds and reflect. And I, if you've seen the video of Tom Brady um, in which he's announcing his retirement, you can see it within his body language. You can see that he's holding back tears. And at the same time, right, he's reflecting on his 23 year career. And you can hear this in his voice. You can see it in his body language. You can see him holding his tears back and, you know, quivering a tiny bit towards the end. But he also knows that he did this once already on the exact day a year ago. So he, he, he doesn't want to make a mockery, right, uh, of, of the retirement because it's supposed to be a special moment. And he did mention that, you know, he did this last year and said everything that, that gave, gave the heartfelt message. So he just wanted to keep it sweet and, and swift. But also, I think Tom Brady, at the moment he is right now, I think he's valuing family different, differently more so than ever before. I mean, think about it. And this is what I've been saying now for weeks on this show. Anybody that's ever gone through a breakup, anybody that's ever gone through a divorce, you understand at some point you, you sort of lose all distractions. You just have to deal with what's in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's had the last several months as he went through all of his personal stuff to sort of pour himself into football. Then you get out of the season and all of a sudden you're, 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 sort of, you're facing the silence, as it were. And the biggest thing that I've continued to say through this whole process is like that's the thing he's got to figure out to deal with that we were never going to know where he stood on. And the conversation we even had over the last couple of days about where he could play. Well, does he really want to play on the West Coast according to so many rumors that he's looking at San Francisco or the Raiders or whatever? Does he want to play over there when his family's in Florida and New York and all of a sudden he realizes he's, he may go seven straight months and not even see his kids for a dinner like I think those have to be real uh, above and beyond the athlete Tom Brady the human being Tom Brady has to yep. sit down and figure out hey how do I navigate those waters that's wildly different man and you brought up the human being aspect of Tom Brady right because sometimes I think you know fans and a lot of people can look at a guy like Tom Brady who's an icon and and think he's superhuman or, or not human or immortal right but Anyone, like you mentioned, who's ever been through a divorce, understand that it can be taxing on your mind, body, and soul, Fitz, 
right? There are moments this year in, in which we watch Brady play in, in which it wasn't accustomed to what we've known Brady to be, you know, missing throws or whatnot. But he never lost his edge, though. He was still Tom Brady. His mindset was still the same. And when you're a father, in which I am, I have a six and three year old, and you know you want to be around your kids. Going to the West Coast, it's a different ball game, man. I had opportunity in my in my career uh, to to go out there to Oakland and play, but I didn't want to be away from my family like that. I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, it, that that would have been difficult for me. So I understand where Tom Brady may be in those regards to being closer to home and closer to the people that he loved. And I'm pretty sure he had a long conversation with all his kids, right? What do you guys want? What do you guys think of daddy? Uh, Would you like daddy to be around more? Those are heartfelt conversations that if your kids are giving you 100% true, honest answers that you can't ignore because they are at times in their life where they, they may need daddy around. And I think Tom right here is, is acknowledging a lot of things that may have transpired in his life, but also realizing that it's a new chapter that can be started within his life and his families as well. Yeah, it's interesting to me because so much of the conversation around it will be about football, but the human being conversation That's portion right. of this is just... It's so real, and and it feels you can feel the emotion from him. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL analyst, is one of the guys that's always been sort of tied into uh, not only Brady but kind of the situation around it. He's been well tied in from the get go. He said this about Brady and just sort of where he is in life today on Get Up. The way that I would kind of explain his current state is probably pretty simple, and that is exhausted. Uh, at forty five years old, he is exhausted by. Um, a long and storied football career, but he is also exhausted by the last six months of his life. Um, He is still going through those motions. Let's not forget that it was during a football season, a time in which he is ultimately so focused on the game that he also endured the heartbreak of a divorce. So now he wants to recharge. He wants to rebuild and he wants to kind of move on with his life. See? It, it, it's all right there, bro. Like, it, it's about the next chapter and, and what can you do moving forward. And, yes, football was a lot of who uh, Tom Brady is, but there are also other elements to Tom Brady that he can tap into and start new chapters within starting today because he announced his retirement this morning. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what's next for him because we all know uh, Fox has been there for him and, and, and I'm sure will be there for him. Uh, but realistically, I'm not even talking about football season. Like, how different life is going to be for him getting into the spring and not getting back into the same workout regimen. Like, Harry, you can you can speak to that better than I ever would be. But, like, the first time that you realize, hey, it's almost time to start getting ready for a season and suddenly you got nothing you need to get ready for. Like, when you're used to surrounding your teammates for OTAs and coming into training camp, like, there's going to be a ton of life adjustment moments for Tom Brady over the course of the next several months. 100% fits, and I will say this, and I, I think I'm finally at a state now, and I retired the 2017-18 season, right? I think I'm finally in a stage now with myself where I can say, hell, you know what? I don't want to work out for two or three months, <laughs> and, and I'm okay with it. Versus beforehand, you know, you're, you're right out of the game and you're like, hey, I got to do this, I got to do this at this time. You're so structured, and Tom Brady has been so structured for 23 years, I can't wait till he gets to a point where he says, you know what? The hell with it. I, I don't I don't want to do that. I want to sit around. I want to eat damn Twinkies all day. That's what I want to do. 
It and is, I'm excited for him. It, it is amazing. Obviously, I'll never know anything about being as good at anything as Brady is or what it's like to be that level of athlete. But I do remember so vividly when I left the music business and like that first summer where I'm used to being on tour and being gone the whole time. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, what, what is this life? Like, it's so weird to actually sit in one place. And like, I got, I got jittery. But it's scary, and, and, yeah, though. It's yeah, scary it at like, first. Yeah, 100%. It's scary. Like my, my, my wife told me, man, she was like, I, I, I don't know what what you're going to do because that first year uh, out of football I didn't do anything I just wanted to travel the world but I finally felt like I can live life normally yeah Tom Brady's going to be to a point to where now everything might not be as normal as mine because he's Tom Brady right in every way he goes is going to be recognized but he's probably in a state now where he feels like he can be normal and just do normal things well I mean Jeff Darlington alluding to the fact that it seems like he's done Teddy Bruschi ESPN NFL analyst obviously would know Tom better than most was on get up this morning this is what he said about what he thinks where Tom is right now is this real I think it's it's absolutely real if he's saying this is this is time I mean 45 years old what he's done has been absolutely incredible I know he didn't want to end this way I know he would rather have uh, ended with a deeper run in the playoffs but I think his um, his whole belief of the next championship, okay, the, the, the best championship is always the next one. And I think now he can finally sort of look back and say that all of them were great and they were all his favorite. So, I mean, it's something that, you know, we're all going to miss watching him play, but I, I congratulate him on such a, such a fantastic career and I'm happy for my friend. So we like to do things a little different on this show. And I think everybody knows that we like to take slightly different angles, a slightly different approach and have a little bit of fun in the process. We're going to do that. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Usually today people be asking you to chime in on Tom Brady and what his career meant. No, 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 no. We're doing this a different way. Uh, look, we've got plenty of different experiences on this show show from the field to fandom of Tom Brady absolutely ripping our hearts out. So, 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. You can call in. You can tell us how Tom Brady tortured your favorite team. We'll go through some of our favorite moments. And by favorite, I mean best of the worst moments we suffered through having to watch the greatness of Brady constantly. I think you all know what mine is, but you'll be surprised at what Harry's is. You'll hear it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio in the ESPN. ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. To have the opportunity to run out in front of 90,000 fans and play a game that I love, you feel this vibrancy to your life when you go out there. And, you know, it brings back the most amazing memories in my life. It's going to be a hell of a story. The Patriots are Super Bowl As the confetti flies. Bucks win the Super Bowl. It's a love that Kobe had for basketball, that Michael Jordan had for it, that Tiger Woods had for golf. Football is my first love. I'm forever indebted to the game. Tom Brady's career looks to have come to the end of the road. And we got plenty to break down on it. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of the end of the road, we have some WNBA news. One of the biggest moves in free agency in WNBA history. 
Brianna Stewart's time with the Seattle Storm has come to the end of the road. After winning two championships in seven years, she went to Twitter and announced that she has decided to play for the New York Liberty. So it'll be a much different year this year with Brianna Stewart with the Liberty. And of course, Candace Parker last week going to the Las Vegas Aces. Super teams in full effect in the WNBA. Wanted to get you that news. And the news that we're all talking about today is that Tom Brady's retired. But we want to do it a little different here. Because let's face it, I mean, how uh, what are we supposed to spend three hours telling you how great Tom Brady is? Like, if you haven't figured that out, then you're just an idiot, right? So, uh, we all know the greatness of Brady, so let's twist well, things around. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we're going to sit here and really debate the the greatness of Tom Brady, then, you know, I'm, I, I don't know what your problem is. Like, So there's nothing to debate here. He's great. He's spectacular. He's one of the go- goats, maybe the goat. Who really cares whether he's the first and best of all time or second best of all time? not this guy. I'd rather twist these things, Harry. And I'd rather twist it with, I don't know, like, let's say just a little story time. Sit down and listen. This is Storytime with Fitz and Harry. So I figure the best way we can celebrate the greatness of Tom Brady is to let all of us relive our nightmares. Like, you know somebody's great when you think about how many times they just ripped your heart out and shoved it down your throat. So let's, uh, you guys can chime in on this. The most heartbreaking moment you had to endure rooting against Tom Brady. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got a Brady story, except for maybe Devin. We'll get to that in a minute. But we all, like, Harry, (laughs) you've got a couple. Of like everybody, oh, on the, obviously anybody list that is listening to me for roughly six and a half seconds on ESPN knows I'm a Raiders fan. So I got two words: Tuck Rule, which I'm now going to have to watch for the next 24 godforsaken hours over and over again while they play Brady's greatest moments and greatest playoff games and greatest playoff wins and greatest snow games over and over. Just shoot me in the face with all that. I cannot. I, the, the amount of the amount of Tuck Rule stuff that I get, I just can't handle anymore. But uh, we were amazed as we were getting ready for the show today to find. Now, my guy, Harry Douglas, has the ultimate Tom Brady ripped your heart out story. Go for it, brother. Oh, yes, man. The great, wonderful, greatest of all time, Tom Brady. My last year. Uh, so Tom Brady ended my 10-year NFL career, and this is how it ended. Right? We're playing against them in the divisional round of the playoffs, second round. Right, we, If we win this game, we're going to go play the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC Championship game, in which we had already beat them twice that season in convincing fashion. So it, it get toward, it's about six or seven minutes left in the second quarter. We have them backed up. Now they're up 14-7, to seven, and they have a fourth and five, and they're backed up. We have someone on our punt return team decides that they want to jump off sides. They want to jump outside and give the New England Patriots a first down. Now, if they punt that football, most likely we're going to get that football at midfield. The worst case scenario, we're going to go into halftime uh, at scoring a field goal there or a touchdown. So let's just say the worst case scenario, we were going to go down at halftime 14 to 10. Let's just let's just say that, right? This guy jumps outside and it was three plays and they were about to punt. Next thing you know, after he jumps outside, the offense, Tom Brady comes trotting out there. By the way, I love his music when he comes out of the, you know, when he came out of New England to Jay-Z and everything. It was phenomenal. Guess what happened next, though, Fitz? What? That drive ended up being 16 plays. Oh, no. 91 yards. Oh, no. And a touchdown pass to Chris Hogan. That made it 21-7. to 
Guess what transpires after that? What? The damn game's over. It's over at that point. It's over. We had our opportunity. We had one person didn't do his job. One person didn't do his job and jumped off sides and gave Tom Brady another chance. Mm. And when you give Tom Brady a second chance, he going to make you dance. <laughs> now, at the end of that game, you know, I, I was already, you know, mentally in a different state because I was trying to decide, you know, am I going to still play again? Is this going to be it? But I was in that locker room boo-hoo crying because I knew potentially that was going to be my last game of my NFL career. So thanks, Tom. I still love you as a player. I love your mindset. But thanks for, for, for gouging my eyes and ripping my heart out and stomping on it. Man. It ended my career with that loss up in Foxborough. But I, I still love you, Tom. You know what? Like, I feel so foolish for the amount of times I have been hurt by the tuck rule, knowing that, you know, that's just me as a fan. You as a player, your actual career. I mean, Brady came in and said, Harry Douglas, I don't want to see you in my league anymore. And he just sent you home. Like, yes, you see, he, I remember every detail. Did he? Every single detail of the moment. Did he send you flowers afterwards? Like, no, was he there, didn't. Was, I mean, did he, he at least could have sent me a doggone jersey or something. But come on. Oh, come on, Tom. Who, who did you jersey swap with on your last game? Anybody? No, because I was so, man, I was, when I mean I was balling, crying, man, I was in that locker room. I probably sat in that locker room an hour after everyone because, you know, it was potentially going to be my last game. So I just wanted to sit there and soak it all in. You uh, you got any of those uh, game-worn Harry Douglas jerseys left? Like, you want to send to your co-host so I can, well, uh, I I can only, frame it? I think I only have two more. And one of those is the, the year I, I had 1,000 yards receiving, so I can't get that one away. And I, I only have two left. So, I only have two, bro. You only need one. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of me. <laughs> I'm openly shilling. Well, in that case, Tom Brady, you only needed one Super Bowl appearance. See? See? Uh, all <laughs> You're right, hogging all the Super Bowls. I'll take a non-game-worn jersey then if you just want to, you know, if you just want to get the Falcons to reprint or the Titans either one to reprint the jersey and send it to me. I'd hang it on my wall. Like, I, I, I you know, I'll put my Fitz jersey. Never mind. I don't have one. All right. Uh, obviously, Devin, you're a Giants fan, so I have the tuck rule. Harry has his career actually being ended by Tom Brady. Uh, you have a Super Bowl win over him. Like, does Tom uh, two Brady— Super Bowl wins. Tom, I, I know, Dang. but that, that's fair. Does Tom Brady even scare muscles. you? Like, no, like, I mean, uh, I, I love Tom Brady. He's a great guy. Great. Uh, I'm happy he didn't, you know, have his best games in the Super Bowls against the Giants. You know, we of all the teams, it's uh, the Giants and the Eagles. You know, they, we, I don't have a problem with Brady at all. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that, Congrats I'm, on a great career. Thanks for those two Super I Bowls. Really, well, I, I mean, I still told him I loved him, but, you know, he did eye gouge me. He did rip my heart out and. He had me in the locker room crying because he literally ended my career. I mean, I've I've had plenty of quarterbacks rip my heart out as a Raiders fan over the years. Uh, he's just one of many on the list. Evan, you're the lifelong diehard Jets fan, so Evan. Oh my goodness! Like, like when I say Tom Brady, you say forty-five to three. <laughs> what 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 is that in particular, Evan? I will never forget. So I I had just moved to to Washington D.C. and uh, I'd become friends with a, a bunch of Jets fans really early on that I had worked with. And uh, it was like two days after my birthday. The Jets were like on a big winning streak. They were going to play the Patriots. It was 2010, Rex's second year, and they had this Monday night game against the Jets. I I, I was off that day. I remember watching like NFL Countdown. I watched Sports Center first take. I watched everything like all day, getting ready for this Jets game. And Tom Brady and the Patriots just came out and dominated and beat the Jets on Monday Night Football 45-3. And it was embarrassing Ooh. to be a Jets. Fan. <laughs> oh. 
Devin. Devin. Devin, that's not nice. You're antagonizing Evan. That I mean, uh, yeah, Evan, that's not nice, Devin. The, the, worst part about, the worst part about seeing Brady for like his entire career, like before he went to Tampa in the AFC East, was like every time the Jets played the Patriots, I had to watch and be like, oh, what if? Like, the Jets had Bill Belichick as a head coach for, like, a day. If Bill Belichick stays with the Jets and doesn't leave to go to New England, the Jets drafted a quarterback in 2000 in the first round in Chad Pennington. They could have drafted Tom Brady in the sixth round. Like, I believe in my heart of hearts that if Bill Belichick doesn't leave for the Patriots and stays with the Jets, the Jets draft Tom Brady, and Tom Brady has the greatest career of all time with the Jets, and we're not a joke of a franchise. Oh, like, oh yeah. That is legitimate. Like, oh, yeah, Evan. It's, 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 it's safe to say you're, like, you're on like, cloud nine. You're no, on cloud nine, Evan. I, like, I, I've done that <laughs> same it's what legit. if. I've done the same what if with all the rumors that uh, they, the Raiders really wanted to draft Elway, and it's like how much different would a whole generation of my life look with John Elway is my favorite quarterback instead of my least favorite quarterback. You guys are all over the fine line. phone lines. They're racked and sacked. We want to get a bunch of you guys in. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're not doing glory to Tom Radio, no. We are doing celebrate the moment that Tom ripped your heart out and why it's just absolutely savage that you had to watch him over and over and over again do it. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll take some of your calls. Plus, a Super Bowl MVP will remind us just how great Tom Brady is, I, I I guess. That's next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Breaking news, Tom Brady has announced he is retiring. I will bet you any amount of money this dude is done done. It's time to move on. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. This is what I was born to do. I've given my body, my everything, every bit of energy. There's no shortcuts. I don't need exterior motivation. The ones that I have inside of me are enough. The clock's ticking on all of us. If you're going to compete against me, you better be willing to give up your life. I'm giving up mine. It's Fitzit. I jumped the gun. I got too excited. Too pumped up. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. A lot of you guys are on hold. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. I promise we'll get to your calls as we are sort of uh, celebrating the other side. You know, the, the moments we all remember, if you're like me and a fan of the Raiders, everybody has a heartbreaking moment where Tom Brady just came in and was Tom Brady, and so great that he ripped your heart out. So you can call and get that off your chest. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. It's me, it's Harry Douglas, and our Wolf Pack is, uh, it grows by one here. As Dion Branch joins us, Super Bowl MVP, or as we like to call him, the greatest wide receiver in Louisville history, Dion Branch. Uh, Dion, I've I, I obviously got to throw a little shade to Harry Douglas out of the uh, out of the <laughs> gates. Uh, but I'll start you with Tom Brady. When I say Tom Brady, if, if I'm asking you to tell a memory to your great grandkids in 40 years, what's the one that sticks out to you the most about Brady? Man, what's going on, fellas? I thank you guys for having me. Uh, 
I'd probably say the greatest thing that, that sticks out about myself, the relationship that Tom and I have, I would probably just say, you know, to my grandkids, he's a better person than a football player. And that speaks volumes because he's going to go down as the greatest to ever play the game of football. And I'm saying this, and I would say this to my kids and my grandkids, he's a way better person than a football player. Wow, that's, that's, that's the that's huge. most memorable thing that I will ever, ever, that I can take for Tom Brady, that I'll ever speak on and say about Tom. Um, this guy is super genuine, he, and, and he's just the, the greatest thing to be around. Super competitive. I mean, we, all, we, we know that. I think as fans, you see that. But just as a, a teammate, as a great friend, as a brother, uh, he's a way better person than a football player. And Dion, we always hear about Tom Brady making his receivers better. In your eyes, right. how did he do that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Tom is the expectations. You know, uh, just having an opportunity to play eight years with him, he demands excellence. I mean, this guy is the first in the building, the last leave. Uh, before games, is always studying, studying, studying. After game, is on to the next game. Um, just, just demanding excellence. And I think it, it takes – it speaks volumes, and it takes a lot for someone to step out into that threshold. I, I asked of a, a bunch of young men who I tutor now to step out and, and be that individual, to be that person. And it takes a special person in which Tom was that guy. Um, I knew exactly what I brought to the table, but also knowing that I'm meeting someone who can actually match my same intensity or even speak volumes up to be even higher than myself. I know that we can work some, make some magic, and we did that. We did that. Um, but that, that was Tom. I think just demanding excellence. He's a perfectionist. He wants to win at everything that he does. Everything he does, he wants to win. Do you think there was any significance to getting another Super Bowl away from Belichick for Brady individually? Uh, you, you can say that. I think that that's just as a, as a player. I know, you know, with Harry, I know Harry wanted, you know, he left Atlanta, he went down to Tennessee. I know you want to win the Super Bowl there. You follow me? I know you didn't accomplish yeah. that goal in Atlanta. But you want, guys want to win. That, we play the game to win. You know, I, I think one thing I will say is just stepping out of that shell or that umbrella, um, having the opportunity to accomplish that in Tampa Bay was a great feat for him. But to continue playing, you know, Tom and I spoke about it, and then it's more so like, okay, I think you're done. And the last thing that he was thinking about is retiring. You follow me? I'm thinking, yep. okay, Tom will go off to win the Super Bowl and he'll shut it down. Okay, you've done that. What's next? You know, it's all about the next Super Bowl. That that was that's Tom. You know, and, and that was myself as, as well. But but this guy, I mean, he pushed the threshold. He pushed it. He, it, I mean, an incredible three, 23 years, man. Amazing 23 years. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever see this type of uh, dominance. And within this span, I'm pretty sure these youngsters that's coming along, uh, Tom is passing the torch to some amazing youngsters that's behind him. Uh, so I think the NFL will be – we're going to miss Tom, but we'll, I think we'll be pretty satisfied with what, what's behind him. Dion, I've known you for a long time, and we've had a lot of conversations about, you know, you being in New England, being around Tom. And I think one of the things that stuck out to me was that mm -hmm. you said at some point that Tom is the standard. Explain that to everyone mm -hmm. who's listening the standard. Right. You, and you look at the guy who who never wants to be um, recognized for anything. That's Tom. 
He don't want to be recognized for that. He just want to go out and do his job. I think the best thing about it is that we were we were both brought under an amazing leader in Coach Belichick. He set the tone super early, and it's, it's been sketched into each and every guy that has came through New England, build and, and walk the same walk as from Coach Belichick to, to, to the players. And I think Tom just took it a lot further as, as a player in general. Um, a guy to just go out and do his job, don't need recognition, I don't need the, the accolades, I don't need all of that. I'm here to do one thing, I'm here to win, I'm here to actually lead and lead by example and do my job. This guy is off the field. He, he carried himself the same exact way. I'm pretty sure he's the same way with his family. You know, and that's the most important thing about Tom. This is who he is. We know exactly who we are. I think as a fan, uh, the fans get, got the opportunity to see who, who he was on the football field, but that's not Tom. Tom would love to go out and go to a bar and sit down and have a drink with, with guys. Uh, would love to walk around in the mall with his kids and do all of these things, but he can. He's the face of the NFL. And it's sad that he's in that bubble because this guy really wants to let his hair down and enjoy life. I don't want to be put on this pedestal to be recognized as this certain guy. That's the last thing that he wants. And that, and that that's a beautiful thing for a person to carry this on his shoulders each and every day. Each and every day, the NFL model, that's Tom Brady. He was the NFL. Dion, we really appreciate your time. I know you're going to get hit up by everybody. It means a lot that you gave us some time to talk, to talk about Brady. I, look, anytime I can, I can ride up on on Harry Douglas's Rolodex to get somebody like you on the show. I'm I'm lucky to hang out with both of you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for chilling with us, man. We appreciate it. Man, I truly appreciate you, fellas, man. And hey, you keep doing your thing, uh, Harry. Man, love you, bro. Y'all keep doing your thing. Appreciate it, bro. Love you. Uh, look, Harry Douglas, uh, I, I've, I've said this a million times. Not only am I working with uh, one of my closest buddies, I'm working with one of my closest buddies that's got a Rolodex, man. I mean, he's just, <laughs> he's just out there and he's like, let me, let me, let me pop up on my Rolodex. And you're like, famous person, here we go. That's uh, one of the beauties of it. Uh, is your check engine light on? Don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let their professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. They'll even help you find a repair shop if you need it. I mean, how can you beat that? Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Okay. When did Tom Brady break your heart? 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. We're going to let you guys take over the show with your heartbreaking Tom Brady stories next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. about Tom Brady, the quarterback. What are your strengths? Well, everybody tells me I have a pretty strong arm, which is which is good. I'm pretty accurate with it. Pretty good work ethic, so so I think I get the job done. And the Patriots Super, Super Bowl championships. What are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? In the end, my life focused around football. Fast forward 21 years. Fox win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you are the GOAT. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? I don't know if Devin's ever picked a better song to start a segment with. Get, 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 Brady's gone. And we're going to celebrate that differently around here. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN. I'm Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. It's what we're doing. 
We're letting you guys vent. Celebrating greatness with heartbreak. Like the moment that Tom Brady just ripped your heart out and shoved it down your throat. I think we all know what mine is, the tuck rule. We talked about Evan, uh, the Jets. We've talked about Harry Douglas and his career, the last game of his career against Tom Brady. We all have moments, except for Devin, who just consistently reminds us that the Giants have two Super Bowl uh, wins over the Patriots. So, uh, you know, he's the one person that might be sad today because apparently uh, beating Brady is just part of the ease. Too easy. Well, now at least we know the Giants won't win another Super Bowl because yeah. Brady's not there. This show's going to be active. Hot take Brady. alert. All right. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. The lines are stacked. Mach in Alaska. Mach, we're starting with you because Harry Douglas, frankly, saw the words Alaska and wanted to give love to it because my guy loves Alaska. Mach, what you got? It was a fumble, Fitz. Oh, hey, my fumble. God. Yes. Raiders fan for 40 years. Love you guys' show. Much respect. Harry, great career. Um I'm glad Brady's gone. If he would have went to Vegas, I would have given up. Uh, oh, Daniels was a bad hire, just coming over from the New England, and it was a fumble. I won't even say the T-R. I say it was a fumble. Well, Mach, let me ask you this: What part of Alaska are you from, or do you live in? Did we uh, lose never Mach? mind. Yeah, he, he hung up on you. Mach, call us oh, back. Tell us where Mach. you are in Alaska. Also, I was trying to meet up with him. I go to Alaska every June. I'm going back this June. I was going to try to meet up with him and actually, you know, converse oh, with him. For your fishing trip every year, right? Yes. Am I getting an invite to the fishing trip this year, Harry? No. Okay. <laughs> well, good, because let's just do a little secret between me and you. You'd have to, like, put the bait on the hook, because that's gross to me. I don't know why anybody would put a worm on anything. Like, so I'm I'm, I'm out on I'm, I'm out on worms and hooks. Uh, but Mach, uh, caller of the day because he's right it was a fumble there's no such thing as the tuck let's go to sean in west hartford right down the road for me sean what you got man give us your heartbreaking tom brady moments it, man it isn't one it was uh it was a decade best rivalry uh for the the early 2000s and i know that they were both the figureheads and, and tom and peyton were never on the field at the same time but man you gotta admit that, that there were some some letdowns from uh, from my Colts, uh, and, and a lot of those were due to, to Mr. Brady. Oh, man, I feel that to my core because we forget that there was an actual narrative at one point that Brady couldn't win the big game after Tennessee uh, where he lost to Florida a couple of times and then he gets into the pros and he couldn't beat Brady. There was a, a shifting narrative, Harry, where people were like, oh, Manning can't win the big end, all because of Tom Brady. All right, let's go to the next one here. Rosemont, or, sorry, Ramont in Ohio. Ramont, what you got, buddy? Oh, it's not even a moment. It's a, it's an error. So I'm a, I'm a lifelong Vikings fan, right? And Tom Brady is six and zero against the Vikings. So he, he as obviously, but out of conference games, we don't play the uh, Patriots, but once every four years. So starting in 2002, he beat us every four years, like clockwork. And we're talking about through four different administrations. So through Bush, Obama, Trump, and Biden, Tom Brady beat the Vikings. That is amazing. (laughs) He said like clockwork. (laughs) It's like the Olympics of ass kickings. You just know every four years you're going to take one to Brady. That is is amazing. Let's go to Dan in Gainesville. Dan, what's your your best Brady break in your heart memory? Dan, we got you. Good afternoon, gentlemen. First of all, what is it? Oh, yep, yep. Come on. Can you hear me, guys? We got you. Yeah, sorry about that. First of all, have you heard about the new uh, movie that Brady's got coming out, uh, TB12 and the Seven Refs? 
story of uh, how uh, he uh, basically just uh, he gets a lot of help from the refs there. But, uh, guys, head and shoulders for me. The first Super Bowl against Kurt Warner, my favorite player of all time. Uh, so sad he never got a second chip because Tom defi- uh, denied him that, uh, that second Super Bowl he would have gotten. I'm glad he ultimately got to the Hall of Fame, but that one broke my heart. Uh, we could we could fill an hour on which ref was dopey, sneezy, uh, grumpy. That is a great call uh, by you. That is well done, Dan. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Dakota, also in Alaska, man. We're popular in Alaska. Yes, I'm telling you. I love Dakota, Alaska. Dakota, what you got, man? Hey, man, uh, I can just uh, say that my, my most heartbreaking Tom Brady moment was when he unretired the first time. Being a Chiefs fan, taking us out in the AFC uh, – championship and then coming back as a Buccaneer and beating us in the Super Bowl was too much to deal with. So uh, enjoy being retired there, old man. Oh, Dakota. <laughs> are you still there, Dakota? Are you still there? Yes, I am. What part of Alaska do you live in? I live in North Pole, Alaska. And if you want to meet up this June, we can do that. I'm in, I'm, a, I'm coming to Sitka in June. So Dakota, hit me up on uh, social media, either via Instagram or, or Twitter, or give our producer your number so we can meet up when I come to Sitka, Alaska. Uh, look, look, what's, what's happening here, Harry? So you're telling me you're going to do a full Fitz and Harry meet and greet hang with everybody, have some drinks, chill in Alaska, and I'm not invited? It's out of your price range, Fitz. It's out oh, of your price is, range. That is fair. No, I, was, I, thought, I thought this <laughs> was one of those plus one I tried things. Not to, I tried to keep it like together. Like it's out of your price range. Okay, I thought, I thought leave maybe, it alone. No, no, I thought like this was one of those plus ones where you just like you're like, hey, uh, you can be my plus one, and then like you know, I buy like chilies or something in the afternoon. <laughs> like I, I get you like the Southwest egg rolls uh, appetizer or something, and that's where uh, that's where we go from there. That was that, that's. Kind well, of well see, I, here's the thing, though. Like, we don't actually – we we fly into Sitka, but you have to catch a boat to the island that we stay on. It's called Dub Island. So shout-out to Dwayne and everyone there that takes care of care of us. And we literally have the entire little island for our group. We have over 20-plus guys that go, and we go deep-sea fishing. We go see bears. We go fly fishing. We go spin rod fishing. We do everything, man. We have a hell of a time, too. Wow, that sounds that sounds delightful. And, I and we get to bring all the halibut uh, – Salmon. Let me say it the correct way. We bring the king salmon back with, with us as well. Uh, uh, uh. Just for the halibut? All right, there we go. I'm imagining uh, Fitz running away from a bear. It's hilarious. Well, I mean, I'm not going to run from the bear. Like, I'm going to push everybody else down and hope that the bear eats them. Like, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have, I have to outrun Evan. Like, that's all. Because Evan's my plus one, so I can specifically outrun the bear. All right, Tom Brady had a nearly perfect career, but... He made one huge mistake. We'll tell you what it is next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 